Good afternoon, folks, and welcome back to the Ryan Sullivan Show podcast on Spotify, episode 23. Today's episode is unofficially brought to you by Raised by Wolves. Why? Because I'm wearing one of their toques right now. Two, because they're the homies, and three, because they have a get three headwears for 50 bucks Canadian on right now, now, now. So head on over to RaisedByWolves.com and cop dat gear. Like Richard. Gear. Ear Brit. So, welcome to the show, folks. I have no idea what I'm going to say on today's episode, but yeah, the homies raised by wolves, they keep doing their damn thing. You know, that's the fun thing about Montreal is the creative minds. Um, now, you're saying to yourself, hey, Rye Guy, raised by wolves based in Ottawa, to which I say, Me scusi. And yes, it is. Uh, but they did base here for a while. They freebased Montreal <laughs> for a while. They freebased Montreal for a while, couldn't handle it, and uh, you know, cleaned up back in auto. No, I'm joshing, totes joshing. But um, yeah, those are the homies. Uh, I'm very proud of them. And all jokes aside, uh, it is cool the creative minds out and about in our city and beyond. And uh, for those of you that don't know, I had, uh, well, for the major- pretty much my 20s. I worked retail while going to school part-time. And so this is why I, uh, you know, have an affinity for streetwear and sneakers and blah, blah, blah. So it's cold day here in Montreal. It's a single degree. One degree, just one of them. And um, frosty, frosty Nips... Frosty nips, Jack Frost roasting on my open nips. Eggnog chilling by the fire. Although it's been said many times anyways. Yep, just got sick of myself. Hmm? Whoopsie. Just got sick of my damn self. And we're right back to the show, folks. No, but Razorbubbles is fire. Um, you should support uh, them. And, um, yeah, go get yourself three, three mystery headwares, um, curated by them themselves. And that's what uh, is cool about them is they've never, they've never strayed from their brand identity. You know, they keeps it a 100% ow, 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 ow. What were you raised by wolves? Ow. But they they stay doing their thing. They maintain, um, and I respect that. Um, they've never kind of uh, oversaturated their brand, and that's pretty cool. Because Lord knows they probably have had opportunities to go Urban Outfitters or some shit, and are like naughty, naughty. We're gonna keep it a one hundred, and. Um, so yeah, shouts out to Raised by Wolves. They always come. They always come steadily with cool gear um, and uh, quality. Quality is another thing about them. So I don't know why this became the Raised by Wolves podcast, but it accidentally did. Whoopsie! Full of beans. Uh, pretty excited. I like frosty weather. I love it. It's sunny sky today, one degree Celsius in Montreal, and uh, we're vibing. 
it's it survived, dude. I was just at McDonald's a couple hours ago picking up a Saturday breakfast hand because treat yourself once and again. And there was a cute couple in there wearing twin ACG Moab Nikes, and it was adorable. And I was like, can I take a picture of you guys? And they were like, what? And I was like, yes. And they were like, okay. And I was like, thank you. Shuck, 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 shuck. I was like, I actually have those too, but mine are 10 years older than yours. Yeah. No. I was like, I actually do have those too. But uh, mine were from like the 2006 or 8 or 9 release, something like that. And we had a little chat about sneakers, and it wasn't about a braggy thing. It was just connecting over something mutual and fun. Uh, and they were cute. Excuse me. Sorry, Mom. Mom hates when I burp on social media. Um, so, episode 23, we keep doing our thing. We keep doing our thing, people. Um, even though we've been doing radio shows of different types for, I don't know, five or seven years. It's just kind of bounced around different channels. But here we find our home at Spotify. Yeah, No, I went, I was Sean Connery for a second. Then I went 1950s and then back to Sean Connery. And we like to keep it silly. So, um... Yeah, I actually got to be back when I was good looking. I got to be in a <laughs> back when my jaw had three additional chisels. I was in a Raised by Wolves lookbook one time, and uh, it got published on the Cool Guy blogs like Hype Beast and High Snob, and it made it to the source. And uh, to this day, I can say, and my mom. Love to show me off, of course. Smile every time she sees me up in the source, which is a biggie reference to one of his lyrics. Uh, of course, he was referring to the print magazine, and uh, I'm referring to the digital uh, because, well, internet. And um, so, yeah, I've been in the source magazine. I don't even know if that hip hop magazine still exists anymore, but one time I was in the source for Raised by Wolves, shot by Tim Cito. Pretty sure. MMA man Dauda was in it, and uh, my lovely ex, Ivana, hope she's well, and <laughs> that was tricky, I was like, I can't, I can't leave her out, but we don't talk, pop question, leave a comment below, do you keep in touch with your exes, I find it kind of hard to, so let's not go there, folks, lovely human being, and um, you don't know what you got tell it on. So uh, I'm hyped up today because I got a nice McDoge sausage, egg, and cheeser. Um, I got some McDonald's fucking... You hear that? That is my Monopoly map. Bro, I'm gunning for that fucking 10K, bro. I need me that 10-piece thousand dollars 10 piece nugget but 10 piece thousand dollars well It'd be great side of fries and then i saw the cute couple and i'm going to see dune today and i'm going to see dune mf3d bro i'm going to see dune in 3d bro come on bro come on name a better saturday frosty well, throwing some exercise in would have been nice. But I did walk to McDonald's. I did walk to McDonald's to get a 750-calorie breakfast. Count it. 
And, uh, and then I was like, Oh, I'll walk to the theater. It's like maybe 5k walk to the theater. I was like, I'll walk to the theater. And then the peeps, I'm going to the th- shout out to Dave and Annika all the way from NDG, um, who are going to pick me up now. So I'm no longer walking to the movie theater and I'm not getting any exercise today. Yeah, baby. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> bro, I can't remember the last movie I saw in 3d. I can remember. Well, I can remember. I'm pretty sure the last movie I saw in 3d was avatar and it was hella awkward. I was, it was a very stressful time going to see that movie because moments, because that afternoon I got arrested. <laughs> Wait. For graffiti. <laughs> this is when I lived in Victoria, BC. Oh, man. That was such a stressful experience. Oh, I got arrested for a And it wasn't a big deal. Um, well, it was and it wasn't. Um, I quite like graffiti. Of course, when the graffiti sucks, you're like, well, we could you do without that. But I love graffiti. I get up, bro. I'm all city. I'm all city ups, dog. No, but I used to write salt, S-A-L-T, and I was no good. But I sort of had like this funny little carte blanche in the graffiti community because I used to work at a store called Complex Clothing in Victoria, B.C. Johnson Street, fucking Victoria, B.C. This was the only place to get gear in Victoria. Um... And by that, I mean like streetwear and sneakers. So we also, and a, a, there was a lot of customers, not a lot of profit because the margins on graffiti supplies were razor thin. It was like pretty much not worth selling graffiti gear, but it was the bait, right? Like McDonald's graffiti was graffiti supplies as in paint markers, caps, etc. was sort of the, the $1 mcdonald beverage it gets you in the door thing about graffiti kids is like i'm generalizing but they don't spend a lot of money well for one it's kind of like a big part of the culture to to steal shit or in in the in the graph world they call it racking i racked this i racked that um which is off uh you might know like a, a popular little new york brand called iraq um and it's based off of that not the actual place country region um it's based off of racking ear snot and all that anyway um the graffiti kids it was like it was a gift and a, no it wasn't even a gift and a curse it was just a curse and a curse <laughs> Because the graffiti kids would come in, you had to watch them like a hawk, dude. You had to watch them like how you turn your back. It didn't matter how long they were customers for. They would fucking lift shit. Because it's a rush and well, it's part of the culture. And it's something you can talk about to your friends and whatever. So anyways, the graph kids would come in. Not even kids, because some were, some were like legitimate muralists. Um, and they would come in to get nice paint. Like if you were just doing throw up bubbles or catching tags, you wouldn't always use nice paint. You would just use stolen paint from home hardware or whatever. But if you were throwing up a burner or if someone was commissioning you, or if you had a, you know, it was payday, 
you would go to complex and you would get a few nice cans and the margin was just such bullshit. Like I think those cans cost like seven bucks for the store and we would sell them for eight fifty. Like it was, it was not good. And this is paint, dude. You have to receive like logistically, like shipping that, receiving it, storing it, selling it. It was like pain in the ass. But anyway, because I was kind of, well, the shop, not really me, but like the shop had Montana Black and Montana Hardcore, which were the the two at the time. And there was Molotow, but Molotow was expensive. Molotow was like 10 bucks a can. And this was like 12 years ago, 13, like 12 to 15 years ago, I worked there. Um, and uh, those were like the premier... Um, street art not even like some didn't you didn't have to use this stuff for graffiti like legitimate artists would come in for this paint and stuff um i don't sorry i shouldn't say legitimate art because graffiti is legitimate it's maybe even more legit because you have to climb shit and do shit and that's what i fell in love with so because people would come to the shop i would i met like i knew all the writers in the city um and they would give me a pass because I sold paint to them. So, and we would chat and whatever. And so, um, I eventually like tried it out, you know, catching tags and doing bubble letters on sides of buildings and stuff. What I loved about graffiti, and this is when I was a lot more limber was the trespassing element was the sneaking around at night, climbing up buildings, um, hopping fences, and getting ups, bro. Getting hella ups, bro. Um, so, and I got a pass. Like, like I said, I wrote SALT, S-A-L-T. I don't know why. But it's kind of hard to find a graffiti name. Because, like, everything's taken. It's like finding a fucking Gmail. And some letters are easier to draw than others. So anyway, um, I was trash. Um, my man, Jason, um, <laughs> he was good with bubble letter. He, was, he had a good hand style. Anyway, so people would come by the shop to get paint, and I started writing salt. And uh, also, shout out to Big Tiny Smalls. We once got arrested together. Oh, yeah, I forgot what the whole arrest, the whole point of this story was. Um, <laughs> and I had carte blanche because I worked at the shop where the nice paint was. So the graffiti world is actually, or back then, I'm sure it still is today. It's kind of violent, man. Like, and there's a hierarchy of like what you can and can't do depending on how good you are. You can't just go throwing up. Like if you find a dope, because spot finding is one of the fun elements finding a spot two is scouting it out fig going checking out when's a good time to go three is the actual like getting to the location at whatever time or day it is and of course the the riskier the riskier your whole operation is the more clout you get so if you're doing daytime throwies um you're catching hella clout, also very risky though. And that's, um, anyways, so 
when you're new in graffiti, you're called a toy, like, and it's not a good thing. You're a toy. You're a newbie. You're a rookie. You're a noob. You're a B-I-itch, you know? And you don't really get any rights. And people can paint over your shit at will. Because you're new. And you got to pay your dues. And this gets serious. Like, people have... It, it can escalate up to, like, murders and stuff. Like, I'm not... I was... In no way am I saying that I am hard in that sense. I'm just saying that, like, people take it seriously. Like, it's kind of ridiculous. But, like fighting and beating ups and stabbings and whatever have and do happen about territory when it comes to graffiti and spots and such. So yeah, when you're new, anybody can fuck with your shit. Anyone can paint over it. Anyone can tag it. Anyone can spray toy all over your stuff. Um, so, and then there's also like a hierarchy of like what you can go over. So like, a tag is just like a handwritten with like a marker or a mop. And then there is a throw up, which is just a quick fill and an outline of two letters or your full tag, but quick. Then there's a burner, which is actual time spent and has straight lines because bubbles are generally rounded, hence the name. And done quickly. And then a burner is straight lined, could be up to multiple colors and often is two to three dimensional and can take, you know, up to uh, several hours to do. And then there's a piece which could include characters. And then you have mural at the top. And this is why you often see murals in big cities is because the, the landowners are tired of constantly cleaning up shitty graffiti. So... Um, sometimes they seek the graffiti artist and sometimes the graffiti artists go around and say, Hey, I noticed all this bullshit on your side of your building. Can I paint a fucking raven and a crystal ball on there? And people respect me and it won't get all tossed up and it'll look better than this, you know, and, it'll, and they often are down with it. So anyway, that's kind of like the code of like, what can go over what? But I had sort of veto because I worked at the shop. No one really messed with my stuff. Some people did, like would, but but they wouldn't. I don't know. It was just kind of funny how I I sucked. I was a toy. I am trash. And uh, but anyways, um, my stuff would kind of stay up. But like I said, I liked the jumping on shit kind of uh, parkour, really parkour before it was parkour and throwing a little vandalism so so yeah one time i got caught and i was going to see avatar that night with co-owner of the shop jason and uh he was um picking me up at a certain time and i was in the police station getting fingerprinted and stuff. And they were like going through my phone for photos of um, graffiti. <laughs> oh man, that camera roll. Oh, they saw everything. So yeah, I ended up getting a fine. Um, Cause of course it's not allowed, but I mean, 
you don't you also don't get off i mean it takes a few offenses to actually get a record for graffiti but anyways um yeah i like didn't think i was gonna make it to the movie and it's kind of stressful being in a police station and stuff and i would have been like 23 or 20 22 maybe and i'm getting picked up for the movie at i don't know like 6 30 or something and i get i get let out like right like 10 minutes after i'm supposed to get picked up and i get my phone back and i'm like i'm on my way and so jason picks me up and we're on like a double date sort of like i think he was like seeing this the one girl and she brought a friend um so i get in the escalade oh my god jason had like a burgundy like reddish it was a dope color i'm not doing it justice but like cadillac escalade with spinners candy paint like it was it was it like he had the car and it would turn heads man and he picked me up i get in this thing i'm just out of the police station like, I get my phone back, and Jason's like, we're here. And in Victoria, everything's next to everything because it's so small. And I was like, okay, I'm on my way. And, like, and I was shooketh. Like, it it affects you, things like that. Like, dealing with a police station thing, being in a holding cell and that. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> I like run home from the police station. She's like, where are you at? And I'm like, oh, sorry. And I was embarrassed. So I don't, I don't know if, I don't know if he knows this truth, my truth. Um, So if you're listening, Jason, this is why I was late when you were picking me up for that movie. I was fucking booking it to come meet you outside my place. And I, it wasn't ridiculously late because y'all would have left if it was. But I was like 10 minutes late for pickup. And I get in the car and uh, we go to see Avatar and it shook. And I, it was like the movie was amazing. Actually, it was kind of a good thing to go see. Um, oh, yeah. The whole point of this rant was because that was the last. And I think that might have been the first movie that I ever saw in 3D. And... Uh, I guess kind of a good thing looking back to just immediately get my mind off of having just been arrested for, was that the first time? Yeah. And, um, <laughs> so I'm in this movie and there's just a lot going on in my head. There's a lot going on. <laughs> I'm fresh out the pen. First day out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Avatar with 3D for the first time, which is sensory overload, blowing my tree, bro. Blowing my lid off. And I'm on a double date. Trying to just fucking hold it together. It was overwhelming to say the least. That was a big day for Ryan Ginger. Holy shit, what a day that was. Arrested, Avatar 3D, blind date, double date, double dutch, Bob's your uncle. Holy, needless to say, I was unable to do any amount of flirting. Was that this time? I think I think other co-owner came to, I think Miles was there too. Maybe, the, maybe I'm confusing nights. Whatever. 
combine the stories, it is all true events. Um, it might have been a different movie that I saw on the, yeah, it was, yeah, it was sort of, sort of inaccurate. Did go on a, the whole thing except for the movie is true. We went to see something else because the time we went to see Avatar, I remember Jason and other co-owner complex slash four horsemen slash corner store Vancouver. Now shouts out to all of them. They still doing their damn thing. Another fantastic Canadian retailer. Um, Made it through pandemic, thriving. Um, love those guys a lot. Um, taught me everything I know. Um, met some great people. Shout out to OG Henny Loke. Shout out to Lauren Hewlett from Uculet. Shout out to Max. No last name, just Max. Ultimate cool guy ever. This is a this is a non-debate. To any of you listening to this who work at Stussy, you know who Max is. He's just that guy. He's just a handsome guy, doesn't ever have to lift a finger, and just is great at life. Um, fucking Max. Um, Ryan Wilms was also part of the part of the um, alumni who went on to do Higher Collective, who went on to do Inventory Magazine, who now is just like a fucking tri-star, triathlete, extraordinaire, on another level of living type guy um tarn tarn's still killing it holding it down i saw her in london like two years ago it's it's fun to see like where people end up um carly still holding it down carly was like the glue of that place oh so many funny stories i can't even get started there's not enough time we're almost at cap already so yeah arrested double date movie Big day for your boy. That's not when we saw Avatar, but another time we went to Avatar, Jason and I and Miles as well. And there were other people, but I don't remember who at the moment, but it, it was fire. Oh yeah. No, it had to have been different nights because I remember like seeing Avatar 3D and being like, what the shit, dude? Like this is profound. And this is over 10 years ago now. I remember it being so, so dope. I also remember it being like one of the most polarizing movies in my lifetime. Like people talked about that movie so much. It was such a big deal. Did you like it? Did you not like it? Ooh, the storyline sucked. Of course. there's. Well, actually, those fucking movie nerds who just can't enjoy something, you know? Oh, you mean it, the storyline was good versus evil? Like every movie ever? You know? <laughs> like, nothing to figure out. Just sit down and shut up. But I'm excited because this Dune movie I'm going to see this afternoon is the second, you know, I'm sure there's been advanced. I'm hyped, dude. And it's a matinee, bro. Three o'clock showtime. I'm hyped. I'm hyped. Um, so I'm just going to leave it there. Yeah, that's a fun little recap. And I'm going to finally be out in Vancouver in January. I'm going to no show. Uh, Miss Goosey. Sorry, mom. I'm going to no show for, for the, for our brands, for what I do now for Montreal weights and for, for Maddle. Go check them out online. Um, so that's cap brother. 
Um, thanks for joining me. That's episode 23, uh, unofficially presented to you by Raised by Wolves. And just another reminder, go check out their website. Their fall collection is out now, and they have a special promo right now. Three headwares for 50 bucks. That's a fucking good deal, bro. Why? Because usually their, their top pieces, their head top pieces are like, I don't know, that amount each or more. So head on over to Raised by Wolves online and check them out. Follow them on IG. Follow me on IG, goddammit. At Sullivan Ryan and Sullmaster7 on TikTok. And stay blessed in the spirit of Christ. Amen. Thanks for tuning in.